There is so much truth when they say that tantric touch is a healing touch and transformative touch because it does take you from lust to love and it is truly the way to make people happy. Francisca and I had a really good time and actually we overspend our limit because we hardly scratch the surface and yet we managed to make it an hour and a half. So I'm going to split it in the middle. In this first one, I really hope that you enjoy what we're talking about, different ways of touching yourself and your partner, but also how to massage down there. So enjoy. This is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this open and explicit and honest podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. Hello, listeners. And welcome. Today, I, I really want to talk about touch because it's one of the most important things in Tantra and practice of Tantra, whether it's about your pleasure, increase your pleasure or your partners, or whether it's about connecting to other areas of your life. We will also look at consent as well and boundaries. And it's very important that when we talk about physical intimacy that we have that both love and pleasure and the bliss and the healing and the transformation through touch. But also we need to look at the other side of the coin, i.e. the boundaries and consent. So today I want to welcome beautiful, gorgeous, amazing Francesca back on the show. Welcome, Francesca. How are you feeling today? <laughs> Oh, I'm feeling so electrified, actually, and bubbly and sparkly. Thank you for having me again on your podcast. <laughs> I, th I think sparkly and bubbly is, is something that everybody who's heard you before would des describe you, that she's so energetic and bubbly. I want some of, you know, what she's having. So, yeah, what do you have on touch? What do you want to say first? If you're feeling into your body, what kind of touch would you want to touch yourself with or somebody else mm -hmm. so yeah so I am I am very very energetic so my preferred touch is actually not even being touched so wow. being touched in my aura that makes me uh, vibrate and you know starts putting my body into movement And then I love also very sensual, slow touch that like awakens all those cells that have been dormant and are just waiting to wake up and then, you know, transform and go into the entire body. And, you know, you know like that. I mean, if you could see her right now, I don't know if this is going to be on YouTube, but she is moving. She is, she's like this enchantress, you know, she is this blissful being herself. It's just absolutely amazing to, to, to witness that. And thank you for showing and sharing that. I mean, it, so how can you, this is, this is very intriguing and I, I do understand what you're saying, but I'd like to hear through your words, what does this mean that you are not touching you physically but actually touching your aura what what how do you do that and what's behind that okay so um we can invite the listeners to do that right now with us you know so you can take your arm and then take the hand and just hover over your arm and you're not touching it's like two centimeters or one inch and you just go over it and You can close your eyes if you feel safe 
and just perceive, you know, what is there? And like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, it just it just makes me, you know, get off right away. So <laughs> And that's, your, that's your own hand. That's you know, yeah, it's my own hand. nobody else in her in her place. She's on her own and she's hovering her hand over her arm just an inch apart and she's getting off. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, but what if you're not that sensitive? I mean, and you are very special in that sense that you've you've done tantric touch for 7 years now nearly. Mm, yeah. And you've you've really learned to listen and perceive to to really be in your felt sense how the sensations are running through your body through touch or not touching and you are excuse me and you're really um, focusing I suppose 100% in that touch that is not touching you I don't know what to call it (laughs) you know touch that's not touching sounds like some you know native speak of some strange language that I don't understand but it's 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 very difficult to actually give words to these names uh, to these experiences isn't it yeah it is well it's also like playing with your energy you know so we all um very there's a lot of energy and um yeah but I think it makes more sense to say to touch without being touched so to to keep your hands you know a little bit distance from your physical body actually and play with the energetic body. And I just want to say that this is not a thing that happened in the beginning. As you said, uh, I have been doing tantric touch for seven years now. And uh, at the very beginning, I was I was very disconnected from my body. I, uh, I was always in my mind and made up, made up all these stories, like how should tantra be and what is it? And should I uh, seduce, you know, the partner and, but it's not, it's nothing, not, not all about this, but so it's, um, yeah, I have been training my body to open up for this experience. So I just want to say to the listeners that, you know, if you don't feel anything when you do that, that's quite natural, actually. If you do well, you know, celebrate yourself. And if you don't celebrate yourself as well, it's really, um, it's really exploring yeah, your body. And for me, what, what was most important was because I'm such a mind person, in fact, very strangely, <laughs> um, to get back into my body, I focus on my breath so I can reconnect to the felt sense in my body. So for me, breath is really um, very important also when being touched or touch myself. Mm. I think that's a very important point that it's a learned skill. It's not something that you necessarily were born with initially and you you can develop it if that's something that you want, but also it can have downsides. You know, you can, if you're too energetic, you know, you, you really perceive other people's energies. It can be quite, it can be quite traumatic as well, can't it? It can yes. be like you, you kind of, how do you protect yourself if somebody for instance, I've, I think it, it, it's been most of my adult life, I've been able to feel people's lust, if you like, mm. for me. And it's, it's something that's kind of, it, it when I realized that it, it, it kind of felt through my, my chakra system. So 
initially when I was as a, as a in my 20s, it was very much about my third eye and my, my throat, you know, where I was moving in, in the circles. People were really brainy and thinking and I got really inspired by their 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 um intellect and then their voice and, and that kind of resonated. I could just feel my my whole throat throbbing and and it, it was just really and then the heart, you know, when once your heart starts opening, it's really amazing to start feeling the the touch of another person's heart in a way when we talk about energetics. But when when I started to feel people's lust towards me, it kind of felt violating even. It was yeah. it was something, and and then I I realized that actually that is very powerful. It's very powerful because I started to then realize who, if I was in a meeting room, and there was somebody there, and I all of a sudden started feeling, and this was I was I might have been just talking, I, I might have been giving my opinion, or I might have been just doing a you know some some writing or whatever, and all of a sudden I would feel my pussy on fire, and tingling, and and I said, oh what what's happening, and then I kind of. You know, to try, you know, couldn't obviously look because that would have been too revealing, and uh, and just feel okay. Where is this energy coming from? And nine out of ten, I would spot who that person was. And fast forward to like 2013, I met a guy who um, who actually might have been actually later. I can't remember now what the year was, but I could feel his last thousands of miles away and oh it was and, and that was well exactly I thought I've, I've I've just gone mad and it was it was really unbelievable experience to actually have a an orgasm without being touched or even being in the same same space and that kind of energetic touch is just something that is completely mind-blowing and it can be dangerous especially if you're driving so <laughs> it's uh it's something that is is very un understood you know it's it's not understood in in our societies and i think what you've just described that you can learn it i didn't know i didn't have a an idea what was going on i i just i just but because i have that kind of trust in my life and how my life goes, because lots of bad things has happened to me, I kind of felt that this actually feels good. So I wanted to trust that, that I can be that sensitive to to uh, people's energies, as in especially sexual, creative and intellectual energies. And, and I, I really would like to kind of start developing this in the world. How can we teach people to touch differently? I mean, we, we, we have to most probably go back a lot of what we just discussed i think we we i need to tell the listeners what we did before this often uh francisca and i do dancing before or this time we did breath work so we did a, a breath of fire which is uh i i spoke about breath of fire in one of my earlier episodes and uh and there is a video that you can download from from my website about uh fire of breath but it it gives you more energy. So we started obviously this this episode, you know, on the sort of very high energy point of view, and where where kind of my idea was, okay, let's just discuss uh, how to touch people and you know so on. So going back, what 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 does that? What does my story? If we can continue with this energy touch first, what did that bring? My story bring 
for you? What what thoughts, feelings did that raise in you? Well, what I think actually that you were born with that. So I'm not sure if we if we are not born with this. Because like when I listened to you, I was like, first of all, amazing. I want that too. <laughs> You're like, isn't it in one of your episodes where you talk about Meg Ryan, where she had where she faked the orgasm? Like, yes, I want yes. that too. I want what she had. So I want that to win. <laughs> I want to feel, you know, uh, having an orgasm from an energy thousands of kilometers away from me. I haven't experienced that. So I want that too. <laughs> And then um, what it brought up, actually, was then, hmm, maybe we are all born with this, or many of us, because, I mean, they're also highly sensitive people. We're all different. So, um, But maybe um, I was born with that too. But then I just, because I remember I was very sensual and I love to flirt and very charismatic. And then I believe that I had to shut down because I felt too much. And then by re- like t- starting with Tantra and rediscovering this and feeling actually safe to, to feel all this, you know, first of all, reconnecting to my body by touching the skin and in different ways, a little harder, a little fiery, a little more airy, a little more, a more um, watery, like, and really connect to my felt sense. What do I feel in my body with my breath, staying concentrated on my breath, you know, and then just telling my system, actually my nervous system, it is safe to perceive also the energy. So um, it brought up curiosity when I heard that in, and I'm wondering if, we maybe not are all born with this thing, you know, with this capacity. Actually, you you must be right. Just thinking about this, because sexual energy is our spiritual energy. It's it's energy. It is energy. So we we've been in Western world taught that we are just you know mind and body, and they are divided. You know, the whole Cartesian rationality, and you know, it's it's that dualism. And when we go into Tantra, it's all about non-dualistic approach. It's everything is one. Everything has consciousness. Everything has energy. So it's it's if we if we take that kind of paradigm or philosophy, it's it it makes sense, you know, what both you and I have experienced in terms of energy and in terms of uh non-touching touch. <laughs> and uh and it's uh it's something because if and, and energy is one of the episodes I definitely want to do later on and talk more about Kundalini, talk about the Kundalini awakening, talk about what you can do in terms of raising the the consciousness and awareness and the love through your sexual practice. But it's something that we must have because we, when we are born, we are just fully in our bodies. You know, everything happens through our bodies. We're 100% in our bodies, touching, you know, tasting, it's all the five senses. It's kind of being that curious, innocent baby and toddler and just exploring the world. And, you know, if we were, if we were looking at healthy society, how the sexuality develops, like I most least listened to a podcast episode. I don't know why it was so boring that nobody wants to listen to it. It's about five, five stages of sexuality. Um, we we go into the playfulness and but but because of the i'd say corruption within sexuality 
it becomes too early too soon for children the the whole uh media and PR and and porn and all that and the peer pressure it kind of takes away the innocence too soon and the playfulness and the exploration adventure disappears and and I wonder if we can somehow help people to really reconnect with that playfulness like like you said you you got intrigued and curious about these things and wanted to learn more so can we can we somehow inspire people to to become more experimental about touch and even non-touching touch? What would be the first steps? Because I believe, I agree with you. I'm just going to emphasize this. This is something anybody can do and, and everybody will have this ability to have more energetic touch. But if we go back to step one, what would be the step one? When we're talking about touch, that's transformative, healing, powerful, blissful. What would be the first, you know, if people are listening and saying, I have no clue what those were, you know, they're mad. I have no clue what they're saying. You know, this is just really weird. You know, I'm off. But if you are curious, what would be, what would be your first step? What did you do? What I did to, well, so of course, well, you know, or what, what do you think should be done? First, as a first step when you want to start exploring touch? I think, you know, get off your clothes, get naked and start touching yourself. Start exploring, like rub your hands, make them uh, cold, 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 no, hot, <laughs> you know, and then just start touching yourself. Start, I don't know, start with your, your forehead and like then go down on the side. And try different, like, touch just with your, how do you call these things, finger tips, fingertips, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. or use the, the entire hands, touch more fiercefully. Maybe you can also, um, you know, grab yourself, um, help me with the words, and like, when you make yeah, it. Yeah, it's more like squeezing. Yeah, 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 it's right, like, thing. you know, kneading. It's more yeah. like going beyond the surface. Yeah, try to touch the, the bone, actually, you know. How does that feel? Yeah. And then just hover over you, just try to touch the hair of your Ooh. skin. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's really all about exploration. And I like I love being massaged and I love giving massage, but the first step I think is really to get to know your body first, to connect to your body and explore and like be really curious. Okay, what are they talking about? Let's try this. You know, you can also take maybe a feather if you want Ooh. and try to explore or. Um, a silk scarf and just make some air in front of you and feel, you know, what that does with your skin. Maybe your nipples get hard or I don't know, your pussy gets on fire and just explore with this. It's for me, it's all about yeah. ah, rediscover this playfulness, this, this, you know, um, no worries, no bloody performance. Just enjoy the present moment. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was so delicious. Thank you. 
And I, I suppose it is it is first learning. What I take from that is that you first learn what you like. And this goes for all genders. It's not just, you know, we obviously talk about nipples and pussies because we have them. But, <laughs> you know, it's easy to kind of uh, link with our own lifting experience. But it's the same with, with anybody, anybody. Absolutely. So, so you can really explore what kind of, you know, don't go the way that it's modeled somewhere else or what you think it should be. Just be curious and start feeling, how do I want my breasts to be touched, for instance? As a woman, they can they can be touched in many different ways. But how do you like it? How yes. would you want, you know, so teach yourself first how you like to touch them. And then teach others how you how you want them to be touched. And one of the things that came to me as well was that, especially if we're talking about touching a a, a female body, it's very much changing. It's not like it's one moment this, and then it's always like that. It changes at oh, least yes. for me. I mean, it's like kind of you know, it's it's the menstrual cycle. It's the context we've talked about the. The brakes and accelerators about the in the episode called female arousal. So it is all about the context where you feel safe, where you know how you feel internally and how the external circumstances are. I mean, if somebody came and tickled me right now, I would be quite pissed off because I'm doing a podcast. You know, I don't want to be tickled right now. But if there is a kind of a flirtatious situation, you know, it's all fun and you're stress free, and somebody comes and tickles, you know, I would have a pillow fight. No, no. No problem, you know, it would be quite good, fun. But it, it's just the context that sometimes it's uh, it's that kind of, you know, if somebody is, is touching, you know, like friction, you know, that might be the least. And even if we go down to uh, vagina, it, to, to the labia area, friction is the least. And this is, I think, most guys need to learn. Friction is not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's not it's not going to help you. You know, it's it's more like you said that needing touch. You know, the 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 really finding beyond the because also in in vulva you have uh, the the skin moves. So it's like with penis, the skin moves. So there is really a, a a way of going beyond that friction that is fast and and just doing what perhaps many men think that that's how you how you do it but i mean when we're talking about pussy massage which uh is something that you can learn to do again there are different ways but the number one rule i would say is to really ask the receiver that what do you like and they need to first know what they like and also have the safety i think the sexiest thing for anybody doing that is to actually make the the person who's receiving pussy massage so safe that they can feel that they can share what kind of touch they like so that it's uh it's it can change from moment to moment but i think one of the things is that it's not about friction and you need enough lubrication you need oil you know you know it's not you know if if a if a, if a pussy is a little bit moist or or lubricated it's it doesn't mean that there's a turn on yet would you yes. agree? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. so that's always the kind of thing, oh, she's wet, let's enter. And that doesn't work because it's just preparation. It's not necessarily the the whole 
uh, erectile network that pussies have is not yet fully engorged. And, and also if we're talking about just touch and there's no pressure for doing anything else, it's about touching, giving a pussy massage, which can be so healing and transformative. It's, it's really learning a slow, uh, constant pressure and movement, not getting, even if you're talking about erotic situation, just going, oh, she's liking this. Let's go faster. And let's change. I don't know. But I think most women that I've spoken to say no to stone stop and don't change. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, and if I want you to change, I let you know. <laughs> I think that's a good lesson. I think that's that's one of the one of the mastery lessons definitely is how do you touch and how do you create the safe space that the other person can actually tell you how how they want to be touched but then just take it from there do not change go slower than you think you should and don't get too excited about your own stuff that you then forget and start going too fast and too frictious. Yeah. Right. What else would you have on pussy massage? On pussy massage, um, it is like when somebody massages your pussy, or I talk from I like I talk from my experience. So if if I get my my pussy massaged, uh, I feel very vulnerable. And I really need to feel safe with this person. Otherwise, I don't even want to be touched, not even on my body. Mm. So for, for me, this um, feeling safe with the person who gives me the massage and feeling connected also with that person and knowing that if something doesn't feel good to me, I can say that. I can express my no without that person maybe getting angry or something like this. So as you said in the beginning, it's, um, it's also setting boundaries and um, consent and really feel, uh, yeah, is this pleasurable for me? Is this something I like? Because I've also developed, or maybe everybody has, but like I can sense when the touch is with purpose that they want to give me something like they want, they want me to have an orgasm, but that's not what I want with the pussy massage. For me, pussy massage is at the beginning, something different, right? So it's really to give all that attention to, to pussy. And like, as you said before, a lot of lubrication, maybe beautiful oil, and um, just caress, and then, and then also have maybe that person. If 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 this is maybe your lover, um, you know, we can also invite him or her um, or them to to express, you know, making a compliment to pussy. So really make her feel welcomed and safe and beautiful. And uh, uh, oh, now I lost it. <laughs> Oh, you, you were already there. I could just see that yeah. you were already transformed into that space where <laughs> you're ready to feel safe and ready to receive. But yeah, you're right. It's it's about, I suppose, 
what we need to highlight here is that it, this is not foreplay. This is something yeah. that um, it can be, as you said, but it, it also is a separate tantric practice. And this is a very high level tantric practice. But because we're talking about touch today, it's very important to understand that this is often when people hear about tantric sex and tantric touch. Oh, yeah, this is the goal. This is where we go. And then it's going to be intercourse and um, or an orgasm and it's or, or some kind of penetration. So it's not that it's it's very much about a separate practice where where there is there is beauty in pe- being in the present moment and it's mm-hmm. as you said I really liked what you said is that there is an opportunity to give compliments to pussy you know it's like you know there is a completely different entity there and you can you can have a admiration and have a look which is actually very vulnerable you know yes. and and to kind of what do you like you know what's the color what's the what's the shape because we we really need to understand that Pussies are so different. They are so different. What you've seen on porn is photoshopped. You know, it's it's just not real. It's a movie. You know, so if we talk about real life, they are so varied. There's such a diversity. There is so much beauty, and it's there is beauty in that diversity. Yes. You know, and it's uh what do you like? The color, the the scent, the Shape, shape of the lips. Exactly. Shape of the lips, the size. And they're yeah. so different. Yeah. Yeah. And what, I, what love when, I love when I love when when uh, when uh, my lover says hello pussies, like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> he just loves to talk to her. It's amazing. Well, what do, does she reply? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what would she say? What's her favorite thing to say? Uh, she just, uh, you know, she's just so, um, she's happy. She feels really seen and appreciated for what she looks like and uh, how she is, how she feels. So it's uh, like a whole part of me that that sparkles and sprinkles again, you know, when, um, yeah, when she gets these compliments. Of course, I compliment her too, you know. So yeah, oh, I can understand what your secret for your sparkliness is now. <laughs> so how do you how do you give compliments to your own pussy? Come on, tell us, tell us. Okay, so <laughs> I, I take a mirror. Of course, I'm naked. I take a mirror and then I just look at my pussy in my mirror or directly on pussy if I reach, you know, if I can bend over. And then I just, you know, I touch her and um caress the, the vulva lips and the uh, the entrance and the Mount Venus. And uh, I just, you know, I just connect really to her and thank her for giving me so much pleasure and telling me, uh, you know, telling me what to do because I really have communications with her. Um, And uh, yeah, just to, to feel, to feel her. And then I tell her, yeah, it's so beautiful. I love those lips. They're so, you know, I have a like I look like a butterfly, so I open the lips and then beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. yeah, she is really beautiful. I love my pussy. <laughs> oh wow. I suppose that's a thing. Uh we we've been conditioned that they look a particular way and, and one of the things that really breaks my heart is the increase of um labia surgery, like plastic surgery to your vulva. And it is because there is 
judgment, there is criticism, and there is only one model from porn that this is how vulva should look like. And we're not even talking about here whether you shave or not, or whether it's um, you know, it's it's just toxic. It's wrong. It's so wrong, and it it actually making me my pussy quite angry at the moment. And uh, and there is there is something that I think we all need to be educating people old and young, that this is this is wrong. Whatever you have down there, whatever shape they are, it's okay, it's normal, it's it's not wrong, it's not broken, it's not they they are always differently organized. So even when we are babies, even when we are fetus in in our mummy's bellies, wombs, we we all have the same parts, but on the seventh month, uh, seventh week, they start getting differently organized so if you if you compare you know just let's say heterosexually or head you know just men and woman man and a woman they are exactly the same all the body parts are the same but they're just differently organized and you should it's a pity we can't really show a picture but um on a podcast (laughs) but uh but but it's it's unbelievable how similar they are yes I, I have a picture on my phone actually about this. I just uh, found it yesterday. So yeah. What well, can you can you show? Ah, sure. Let me see if I find it right. And then, then we can describe that because it's uh, it is very unfair that people think that they are somehow broken or they they are some you know whether some part of their genitalia is too big or too small or. Or the other side is smaller than the other side, and and so on. It's um, it's okay. Everything is okay, and there is there is beauty in uh, in that, and magic, and ability. It doesn't the the way you are shaped does have no indication whether you can experience pleasure or not. No, and uh, I don't know if I should say this, but um... of course you should. Yeah, when you start a sentence like that, you always say yeah. Because when we look when we look at pornos, a porn, I call this really the porno pussy, because it doesn't even she doesn't even have lips. Sometimes she doesn't have lips actually. Like no. you look like mine, you know. Okay, it's so like this it's is, like Barbie. <laughs> yeah, right. This is the picture. Yeah. yeah. So you know, both of them have yeah, yeah. So both of them have um, the gland. And then the corpus, so that fills up with the uh, blood, and the bulbous is right. What's that cruise? Okay. Yeah. So That's it quite... works. It works quite similar, like the penis, because yeah. you know blood being pumped into penis, so it's an uh, erection, and then the um, the clitoris is the same. Yeah. And and what most people don't necessarily know is that clitoris is more than just that tiny little uh, pea-sized thing somewhere. Yeah, and little, it actually goes inside a lot. A little pearl all, on top. Mm. And there's uh, there's a there's a hood just like there is on a, on a penis as well. And and it, it, the, the clitoris is actually a massive organ. It goes inside, and uh, and it's all erectile tissue, and without. And going back to that moistness, it it's not enough. It actually needs to be erect. Mm, yeah. 
so so i mean it's it kind of makes me sad how little we know and how little this is uh taught at school well yeah <laughs> i have i had never uh, um experienced anything like this at school well it's a long time i've went to school <laughs> but uh yeah they have a book like my sons they have a book and i i read through it and um I don't know. I don't know if that really helps, you know, a little bit, maybe. <laughs> what? Is it still STIs and pregnancy prevention? Uh, well, that's written in there as well, of course. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, so, yeah, boundaries is, is important, but and safety is important in terms of that aspect as well, not just emotional safety, of course, but it's so much more. It's so, so much more. Yeah. So what I want to say also, uh, if we get back to quickly to um, pussy massage, it can be really uh, very healing to be touched like this without any, you know, intention that you need to have a goal of having an orgasm or, you know. So what I, um, like if listeners would like to try uh, a pussy massage or even a penis massage, it's really to set a time and define now we start the pussy massage and we stop the pussy massage then do maybe a little sharing like what you experienced what did you like uh, how did it make you feel and then if you want to proceed with uh, you know making love that it that it's that it's defined like because I, I speak again from my experience that when when we, when I receive a pussy massage, I can sense if 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 we didn't agree on okay um, if we want to go um, go into making love, let's decide when to stop the tantric pussy massage. And if we did not do that, I cannot relax. I don't feel safe. So I really need to know that I can fully relax, that nothing will be done to me that I don't want. Of course, then the constant comes back in, setting boundaries, saying no. But, you know, sometimes maybe you don't want to interrupt something, but it doesn't feel good to me. So it's really, it's for me, it's, it's like very important to know, okay, Pussy massage is done. Let's do a little sharing. Or just if like there's fire in the air, sparks in the air, and you just want to go get to the act. Okay, pussy massage is done. Let's get down to business, for example. But it has to be a start and a beginning for me. No, a beginning and an end, sorry. <laughs> well, it's the same. Start and end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. It's a very important thing to understand where you are standing so you don't kind of feel oh I need to give in or actually I don't I don't feel like this but the other person is so excited that I I just you know it's less hassle and I don't want to hurt his feelings or you know uh it's 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 what I was yeah statistics don't lie so there's a lot of data that this happens a lot so uh -huh. it's important to empower people to have the the safety in consent and understanding what's happening that it's not happening just because it's expected but it's something that is consensual and it's uh yeah it's uh, there's so much power and, and juice in that and then next time it might be even even better you know when you when you know that you can say no i hope you enjoyed this part one on tantric touch 
where Francesca and I shared about our tantric sex tips on different ways to touch, whether it's a solo or a partnered play. Do share this episode with whoever needs to hear it and make sure you subscribe so you get notified when the part two is live. This is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. See you soon.